What is up, everybody? Thank you so much for tuning in to Just Talking with Steph Iliff. I am so excited for this podcast and to be bringing it to you every single week to be just talking about all the things that life has to offer us, right? I'm hoping that I can bring you some insights, some laughter, some amazing interviews with some awesome powerhouses who have let go of fear, who have totally stepped into themselves, who are living their best life so you can learn from them. I want to be talking to you every single week as well about different things that are going on in my life as a self-love coach, as a mom, as a woman, as someone who is dating and like the whole dating scene and how it's so important that we date with self-love so we don't ruin our own self-love, how to create, you know, amazing habits that truly stick with you for a lifetime so you become your best self, so you can become your inner powerhouse and how to just let go of fear and fully step into you. So every week I'm going to be bringing you different topics that align with that, different interviews with different amazing people. And we're just going to be talking about it and having the best time. So thank you so much for joining in to Just Talking with Steph Iliff. What is up, y'all? It's Steph Iliff with Just Talking. And I'm so excited to introduce you guys today to Keaton Hoskins. This dude is just so rad. Y'all may know him from the Diesel Brothers, also known as The Muscle, because he's got some like legit muscles here. Um, he's a daddy of two. He has, drives like tons of fast cars, big trucks, has a fast life. He's extreme in everything that he does. He's just super powerful. Such an amazing man. He has One Mission Nutrition. It helps give back to all the people in the military, and he just does all the things. And today we're going to talk to him about all the things, about his mindset, about his life, about dating, about being a daddy, all the jazz. So welcome, Keaton. Thanks for coming. Thank you. Excited to be here. Yeah, I'm so excited to have you. Um, so I want to tell you guys, so he is the first guy that I'm having on my podcast, and the reason why is, um, so him and I met last year and had a little discussion, and he asked me some really hardcore questions about fear and like what is really fear and like what's success and um really helped me step into me as a powerhouse I really thank you for that and I owe you this for that so like bless you you don't owe me anything no way dude like you helped me so much so <laughs> thank you and I that's why I want him to be my first man ever on this podcast so you should feel like super special I do boom yes um, and I hope you guys get to learn so much from him because he has so much insight. He's super funny. He's known as like this big muscle man, but he has like this amazing heart and he really has like this amazing mindset. And that's what I hope you guys get to learn from him. So first off, tell me a little bit about you and what you want our listeners to know about you. Um, to know about me? Yeah. Oof. So I'm 32. Okay. Same. When's your birthday? September. Oh, I'm July 10th. No. So you're almost 33. So you just barely, yeah, you just barely turned 32. Yes, I did. No. I don't know. I don't, what do you want to know about me? I'm, I've been an entrepreneur my whole life. I've done crazy stuff, made a lot of mistakes. Uh, two beautiful daughters, divorced. And I like to live every day like it was the last one. Like I really do that. No, you truly do. Like, if you guys don't know, he legit lives every day to the extreme fullest, like in every possible way and fully shows up in every way possible, which I think is so rad. How did you become that kind of person? Because most people are just going through the motions. They're not even fully awake. They're not fully present in life. And you're just like, let's freaking rage like all day, every day in the best of ways. And you give it a hundred percent as a dad, as a business owner, as a friend, as a mentor, like everything that you do, you give it a hundred. So how did you tap into that mindset and truly become that person? So the biggest thing for me that I got to where I am now was through trial and error, but mostly from anxiety. Okay. When I grew up, I was always afraid that I wasn't going to be enough. I wasn't going to be able to make enough or have enough. And I even have those same anxiety-ridden issues now, yeah. but they're different. And my thing is, and hopefully what this podcast is for, is 
I figured out how to get over it. And it's probably different for everybody, but there was one thing that I kind of stuck with and it was in my mind, I got to a place where I was like, you know what? Fuck fear. I'm going to go to work. And the biggest piece of, of advice that I give to people, whether they're young, old, male or female is fuck fear, go to work. And the reality of what that really means, if you break that down, is everybody's going to be afraid. Everybody's going to have fear. Everybody's going to have anxiety. You can sit in that or you can make the choices to get out of it and move past it. And the reality of it is, is it's never going to go away. Like you're always going to feel it. And I think I've just learned to never make a decision based off of fear. Any decision you ever make based off of fear is going to be a bullshit decision. Just mm-hmm. that's what it is. Yeah. Any decision you've made in your relationships and your work, um, anything, if it is based off of fear, it's the wrong decision, no matter how you look at it, yeah. your finances, anything. And so if you can get to a place where you can assess that you're fear, like you have fear, assess that it's there and then make a decision without it and then go to work 99.9% of the time you're going to, you're going to be successful. And so for me, I think I was just so ridden with, with fear for so long in my younger life that I got to a place where I was like, I, I'm either going to sink or I'm going to swim. And the only way for me to swim is to say, fuck all that and let me just go to work and do what I need to do. And it's easy to say, but doing it is where it becomes like, that's where everybody slips up. Like, yeah. listen, there's a million gurus. There's a million people that are going to tell you, all these wonderful pieces of advice and they're all bullshit because at the end of the day, like everybody has problems. Everybody has issues. I'm not sitting here saying get rid of your fears because they're never going to go away. I'm just saying fuck them and then go to work and then make the decisions that you want to make without that influence of fear. I mean, listen, everything like you're in a bad relationship. You don't want to leave. Why? Because you're afraid you won't have a place to say you're afraid of what they'll do. You're afraid of the outcome. You're afraid of this. But the reality of it is it's not a good relationship. It's not healthy. So fuck it and get out. You know, uh, when we first talked, like you said, you you had like all these questions and you had all these concerns like, well, I want to do this, but I'm really nervous about this. And right away, because I've done this for so long, I looked at you and said, listen, you're making your decisions right now based off the fact that you're afraid. And a lot of people make those decisions and then they think to themselves like, Oh, well, I'm assessing the situation. No, you're fucking not. Yeah. You are sitting in fear and you're being paralyzed. Yes. I watch it all the time. Like, well, I want to start a company. Well, then why don't you? Yeah. Well, I don't because, you know, I don't have this or I don't have that or I can't do this or you're in a shitty relationship. Well, why don't you get out? Well, see, here's the thing. It's always based off of fear. Every decision that you make based off of fear is the wrong decision. Oh, for sure. Like that's what it is. Right. And if you want to become successful, and if even if I'm going to give you like keys to success, I have to be able to tell you you're still going to have it. It's never going to go away. Yes. Yeah. But you fucking have to do it. And it's just pushing through that every single day, right? All the time. Like that old limiting belief that says I'm not enough. I love that you brought that up because I think that's everybody's limiting belief. Oh, I'm never going to be enough. I'm not going to be worth it. It's like, you just have to fight through that. And it becomes a habit and you find you get the win through that because you push through it and you're like, oh shit, I really am capable of more. And you see that and then you're like, okay, what else can I do? And it's just saying that like, I'm not going to let fear be my motivator. I'm just going to push through it. And I'm going to make it happen. And then that's what you did. And you like straight called me out. You're like, well, what are you really afraid of? I'm like, oh no, I'm just 
going to do this and this first. And you're like, no, what are you afraid of? I'm like, oh shit, I think I'm afraid to actually step into this and maybe I'm really not enough. And I don't know if I have enough training. And you're like, you don't need training. Just go do it. Like go start talking to people. I'm like, oh, okay, shit. Yeah, let's go. And like, I think that's what's beautiful too, is people don't realize like if you're willing to be a student, someone's always there to teach you and mentor you. And like, it can happen in one interaction, one, one little moment. And then that can transform your life. And then it's just like, okay, go for it and realize like that limiting belief in your head that says I'm not enough or I'm never be worthy or until I weigh this much or until I have make this much money, I can't do this. Like you really just have to go for it and see what you're fully capable of. Cause what's the cost of you not going for it? It should be your, your drive. Like what if you never can see what you can fully do? And then like all your dreams just die with you. Are you okay with that? Or do you really want to see what you want to do? And like, how do you talk yourself maybe in a day where the old that belief says like, Oh, I'm not enough. Like how do you talk yourself out of it and just push it and make that, into a habit or how would you tell our people to create that mindset? Like, what do you feel like you've done to help yourself with that? So when I was 21, my dad passed away and like he passed away at 46 and I always in the back of my mind, I was always like, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to die at 46. Mm -hmm. Like I just, I, I just, because of the way that that all transpired. So I really did like say, like, I don't have a lot of time here. I don't have a lot of time to to do bullshit. I don't have a lot of time not to make money. I don't have a lot of time to teach my children. I don't have a lot of time to do what I want to fucking do. So I did that. And then I slowly became that. And I essentially every day I wake up and I go through two things. If I had $10 million today, would anything be different? And if I was to die tomorrow, would I do anything different? And if I answer that incorrectly, I need to reroute whatever I'm doing. Right. Like, like today, what I did today, I wouldn't have changed. If I'd had $10 million today, I wouldn't have changed anything I did today. Nothing. If I die tomorrow, I'm going to change anything that I did today. And not very many people can say that. But the reality is, is like, you you hear about all these great people that start living their lives when they get diagnosed with cancer. Why? Right. Oh shit. The doctor told me I have six months. Oh man, you're living these last six months. So you should have been fucking living the last six years, 10 years, 20 years. Like we all get a certain amount of time. That's it. You don't get to buy it back. You don't get to get it back. So if you're living your life, like, okay, if I had all the money in the world and I was going to die tomorrow, how am I going to live? And then you have to like reverse that out. Okay. Well, what am I going to do today? And for me, it's who am I going to touch? Who am I going to talk to? How am I going to treat them? And if I don't see them again is what I do with them and my interaction with them is am I going to be okay with it? And you know what, like that means it's okay to argue with someone, but what that means is when you're done arguing, you need to step back and say, hey, you know what, I'm really sorry about the argument. Yes, I love that. Like if I die tomorrow, I'm okay that we had the argument, but I'm not okay that we left. Exactly. And it's the same thing with money. Like if you don't have money, it's going to be hard to think, well, if I had money, I obviously would be doing things different, but yeah. that doesn't necessarily change. Things. You got to already act as if it's already there. Like, you listen, already show up I, I've hung out with multi-billionaires and they this do the just same hung out with shit. Annie Prisella all weekend too. Yeah. It's I was like, just with my good friend, Annie Priscilla. Um, and honestly he did. And he makes millions and millions of dollars a year. Yeah. He did the same shit that I do. Right. He hung out, he had fun. Yeah. We ate food. We didn't, I mean, it, it, there, there wasn't anything really that's crazy. You guys think that we're like doing all these crazy things because we have right. money. It's not necessarily it's true. Like, it's such a different shift to become this millionaire, this billionaire, this like big influencer, but it's not, it's just that you know who you want to be every day and you show up as that. Like, and Absolutely. you're asking yourself these questions and you're pushing yourself to be your best self where other people do that for three days at a time or maybe three weeks. It's like people start a diet 
and then it starts to get hard. So they stick to it for three weeks at a time. They're like, oh shit, I really want a donut. So they cave. It's like the self-discipline is what truly makes someone different to be great, to be amazing and to be a success is, yeah. is like, what are your habits? How are you being self-disciplined? What, what questions are you asking yourself every day? How are you showing up as your best self every day and pushing through that? And that's what becomes powerful. And then that pick makes like a shift in your mind. And one thing that I'm learning from you right now is just like how fully present you are every day. And I think that's the gift too of life is like, you're seeing life as like, holy shit, like I only have this much time to live. So I'm going to fully live it. And like you do, like you live it, you live it when you have your daughters, like you're fully present with them. Like you live every moment with them. You have so much fun when you're with, like just right now, you're just so fully engaged and so present. And you guys, like he's this big dude that has this amazing presence. And it's just, you're like, okay, like you come in and you step into it, but it's cause like, you know who you are, you know what you're trying to accomplish. And I think a lot of people don't even know, like, what's the impact you want to make today? What, how did you show up for people today? Did you even make eye contact with someone today? Did you like hug someone and like make an impact? Cause that's what life's about is like connection and showing up and like teaching and learning and growing. And if you're not, you're never going to be successful anyways. Right. Too. Yeah, like, sure. so I don't know. I just think that's amazing. I love that. The, the thing is, is, um, like I could sit and talk until I'm blue in the face, but every single person in their life has to come to a point where they accept who they are mm -hmm. and step back and say either this is who I want to be right. or this isn't who I want to be. Mm -hmm. And if it's not who you want to be, then why the fuck are you doing it? Yep. One of the best things I ever heard was everybody right now is living the exact life that they want. And I was like, well, hold on. Is that really true? Like the guy that's working at McDonald's, is that really the life that he wants? And he was like, well, if it wasn't, then why is he doing it? Like the guy that's doing the nine to five, the homeless guy that's living on the street, the multimillionaire, the multi-billionaire, if it's not the life they want, then why are they doing it? Right. Right? Because they don't think they're worth more than that. They don't think they can do more than that. They're but not willing the to push thing. themselves for that. And that's the thing. Like if that's, you get to a point where all the excuses go away right. if you want something greater. Yeah, if you want something bad enough, you'll just push through it. Yeah, absolutely. You make it happen. And so, like, for me, when I, when I talk with people, when I teach people, the biggest part to that is, like, it, it's step by step. But the first step is realizing I'm going to have fear. Mm -hmm. And I need to deal with that by not allowing it to cloud my judgment. Yes. And then as soon as you can start making decisions, I mean, we make millions of decisions every day, right? Right. As soon as you can start making decisions based on what you want rather than what you're afraid of, every single thing in your life will change. Everything. Yes. And you take fear as it is, even though it's there, and you place it on the side, and then you make your life however you want, the fear will always be there. It will yeah. always remain you get to create a life with or without that in your decision making. Yes. And, and the reality of that is a fuckload of people are making decisions based off fear. I mean, I could sit down with a hundred people and 99 of them would tell me the reason they're there right now is because they were afraid of something. Totally. And, and until you can get to that place and some people never get there, yeah. But until you can get to the place to be like, I'm not afraid anymore. Yeah. I'm not afraid of what people think. Yes. I'm not afraid of what people uh, say. Yes, yes. Stop caring about what people think. Just freaking No, that's stu it. that's stupid. Like I, I'm 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 afraid that I might lose my house. Okay, we'll start over. Yeah. Like I have my uh I'm divorced and my in-laws, I love them to death because they're good people, but they're just they have such a poor mentality and they have mm. a fear mentality. Mm. And that fear is is if you spend all your money you make today, like what's gonna happen? Well, what do you and mean what's going to happen? I'm going to start all over again. Yeah. 
like every day I'm going to start all over. I might, I might lose a half a million dollars tomorrow yeah. and it'd be gone from my account. Well, I'll just start all over again. Yeah. And again and again and again, like I might lose my car that I'm driving. Okay, great. I'm going to do it again. Yeah. There isn't really a reason to be fearful of anything. Like right. if you walk through these steps, like it doesn't make any sense. And that's actually one of the things that I'm teaching my children now. My, my oldest daughter is a lot like me. She's just like anxiety ridden. She's, yeah. She's going to be unbelievably smart. She's going to be very accomplished, but she's going to be a stress case and anxiety ridden. And I, I was taking her up on my, uh, on my razor, my UTV, and we were starting to get a little crazy in it. And she started crying and I was like, what, what's wrong? And she's like, I'm scared. Well, I said, what are you scared of? She said, well, I'm scared. I, I'm scared that we're going to get hurt. I said, okay, walk me through this. What are you afraid of? Yeah. Well, I'm afraid that you're going to tip us over. I said, okay, well, we have seatbelts. So what are you afraid of? Well, I'm scared that if we tip over, we're going to get stuck. Well, dad's going to get us out if we get stuck. So yeah. what are you afraid of? I kept walking her down this path, like until she got to the very end and she realized that the worst case scenario, there's still a pretty simple way out. So what is it to be afraid of? And she sat back. I could see her relax a little bit. And then we went and we finished having fun. And she wouldn't have done that. She wouldn't have made that decision. And she wouldn't have stayed in the car with me if she would have allowed fear to say, no, this is too crazy. I don't want to do it. Right. And so many people do, they just sit in the car, right? They yeah. won't, they won't keep moving. They won't keep doing it. And then what are you missing out on? You're missing out on opportunities, oh, so on growth, on meeting new people, just like seeing what you're fully capable of. And you kind of did that same thing with me. You walked me through like, what are you truly afraid of? And like, you asked me why, why, why? And like, everything was figure outable. I'm like, okay, I could lose my house. I have to start over. Maybe I have to go get a job, but like you figure everything out. Everything can be worked out and just go for it is really that is the case. Well, and the second piece to that is, is not just like, forget the fear, mm -hmm. but you have to go to work too. Yes. absolutely. Like, like, listen, there's a lot of homeless people that don't have any fears, Yeah. but they're not going to work. Right. Like, Oh, Hey, I live on the street. I get like enough food. Step. Yeah, like I'm good. I'm not really afraid of anything, but they're not going to work. They're being right. lazy, right? right. And it's the same thing with a lot of people. Um, one of my really good friends just actually retired from the NFL. Nice. He actually just barely moved back to Utah. Um, he is one of the best defensive linemen that has ever played the game. Pretty similar to myself. Fairly similar. Yeah, probably same height. Um, he actually makes me look tiny, but he said, you know what the worst enemy of perfection is? Mm. And he said, it's good. Because when things are good, you don't want to get better. Ah, stagnant. You and, just like sit. Well, yeah. So like you, you, I talk to a guy right now that's like, I'm fairly successful. I have a nine to five job. I make 120 well, grand a year. amazing. Why do you want to be just fairly good? But that's the problem is he's afraid that he's going to lose good mm. for better. And the reality is he may lose it for a minute but not for eternity, No, not for the life. And when you get out of your comfort zone, that's when you truly grow the most. Like 1000%, anything that has scared me over the last two years, I'm like, it's a yes, like, let's just go for it. Like I just went skydiving. That was so powerful for me. So I was like, I'm legit so afraid of heights. And now I'm like, oh, I don't care. I can do anything. Yeah. And I was at Tony Robbins last week and we we're getting ready to walk the fire. And my friend's like, are you scared? I'm like, I literally have like no fear. Like I can, I, I, anything's possible. You just have to put yourself into that state of mind where let's just freaking go and let's rage. And I feel like, now I'm like this like huge extremist. I'm like, yeah, I want to like do all these things. Like anything, I'm like, I saw some people riding a dirt bike. I'm like, I used to be afraid of that. I need to go do that. And yeah. so I'm, I'll probably figure that out how I can make that happen next week. Cause it's just like, you just have to face the fear. And then once you do, you realize that wasn't that bad. And what else am I allowing myself to not experience by telling myself I can't do this or I'm not enough or that's too scary or like really stepping into being your full self. Cause I think 
most people are too afraid to even step into their full potential. Like they've seen how, how amazing they can truly be, the impact they can truly make. And it really honestly freaks them out. And so they're like, I'll just stay small. I'll, I'll do this. I won't shine. But it's like freaking shine, let go of whatever's holding you back and just go for it. And I love that you said, like, it becomes a decision of who do I want to be? Do I change or how do I want to be the person that I want to be today? And for me, I had a pivotal moment for that was when I had an emotional affair. I was like that. I don't ever want to be this person again. So what's the person I truly want to be and how do I show up as that every single day? And that became my driving force. And I think a lot of people, you don't have to have something crazy happen in your life. You just have to make a decision today. Who do you want to be? And the life you have around you, do you love it? Are you in love with it? Like, would you change anything if you died tomorrow? And if, if you're answering yes, go right now and change it. And like, write it down, write it down, invite it into your life and then change it and make it happen and just freaking go for it. Like, Whatever's holding you back, you can figure it out every single day, no matter what. And there'll be people there to help support you. Like, don't you feel like once you make that decision too, doors just start opening up for you? Yeah. I mean, like some, a lot of people get really worried about the process. Like you start thinking about, um, like the house. I'm like, yeah. Well, well I, I, you want to tell people how to do it. And then they get so caught up in the mundane, like all the things, all the tasks of it. Yeah. And, stuff, yeah. and so like for me, I always try to keep it really simple with people mm -hmm. and just stick with the beginning process of it and, and, and not worry about the process of all of it. And like, what's going to have to happen and how long you're going to have, like yeah. a lot of people are like, all right, man, fuck fear. What's next? Yeah. Well, you got to do that every day. Like you got to keep doing that. Totally. You got to keep doing that. Like I listen to you say, I skydived and now I'm not afraid of this. And like, and you kind of do, everybody finds a balance and everybody goes from, I'm a scared piece of shit to I'm an insane piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. And then you come back to the middle of where you're like, you know, here's the deal. I, I want to do what makes me happy. Like there's things I don't want to do just because I don't want to do them. It's yeah. not that I'm afraid, yeah. but I want to do what makes me happy. I believe I can do whatever I, I want to do. Yeah. So now I'm on my path of, I'm not scared anymore. I don't need to be extreme. I'm genuinely happy as to where I'm at and I can do whatever I want to do. Anything. Like the thing for me, and I, I don't know how many of your listeners are uh, uh, church goers or whatever. Like for the thing for me, I believe in God wholeheartedly. And I believe that we are actual offspring of God. And if that's really the case, then that means we have the ability to do whatever we want to do. So really we get to create whatever we want to create. Yes. So if we're, afraid we're not going to do something and you won't, you can't create it but like fuck that yeah you can do whatever you want to do you can be whoever you want to exactly. be exactly and the reality of all of that is it's just here i was sitting with andy in his pool uh well, I, what was it three days ago and we were talking um and and he said i mean he's like listen to how cool this is like you see all this you know we're sitting in like a, a 10 million dollar house with a yeah. five million dollar pool He's like, you know what's crazy? He's like, all of this, I pictured in my mind first. Yes, you got to manifest then, it. See and it. then I created it. And then yes. once I created it in my mind, I knew I wanted to have it. And then I did it. Yes. Like we are creative beings, right? And if we're too afraid to even touch that creativity, how are we ever going to do it? Yes. Like everything I do, it's in my mind first. Oh, for sure. You have and, to picture it and see it. And like literally, once you envision it, your mind actually figures out how to make it happen. But you anyway. can't do that if you're afraid. So true. So like, true. Like fear is such a big... Do you think people big... really can't even envision it? Then? No. No, absolutely okay. not. Because before you envision it, you get hit with the fears. Mm, like, so like, for example, if I told you, hey, we're going to jump out of a plane without a parachute, all you're thinking about now is I'm going to die. 
you're not thinking about, okay, I'm going to envision me jumping out of an airplane. I'm going to envision all the cool things I'm going to see, how fun it's going to be, the thrill. All I you're thinking is like, I was like I'm gonna soar. yeah, but, but what I'm saying is, is you essentially are so afraid you can't even put yourself so in true. a position to envision it. Yes. But that's really how every, like, like even this office we're sitting in was in someone's mind right. before it was here. Right. Right. The computer. The someone making a cell phone. They pictured it first. Yeah. Like, oh, this could be so much easier. I'm going to make a phone. And none of those things happen or can happen if you're too afraid to even think that they could happen. And that's why you have to do those two pieces. Like no more fear. Yeah. And I'm going to go to work. Yes. You know, and so for your listeners, like they're all, they're going to hear a ton of stuff today and they're not going to contain half of it. Right. But what they need to take is I need to stop making all my decisions based on fear. Yes. And I need to go to work. Yes. Like, and, and you know, listen, I hear all the excuses. Well, how do you work? I'm a single mom and I work 40 hours a week and I'm this and I'm that. And I'm this. like, listen, I'm not the person to have that conversation with. I'm a single dad. Yeah. I own two companies. I'm yeah. on TV. Right. I do fitness. I train people. Like, I don't want to hear you don't have time. Yeah, you figured out what's important to you. You make it a yeah. priority. And I'm sorry if I finally can sleep for two hours tonight, but I get everything done I want to get done, then that's what it is. Like, that's fine. They've made coffee for a reason. I'll just go through it. You make it happen. Yeah. And you push through it. And you just, the dream life that you want is truly so possible. And I love that you put that in there with like, you really have to envision it first because whatever you can see in your mind, you really can make possible. And then it's, you have to actually work for them. You can't just like, just picture it like, Oh, I want to be a millionaire. And I see it in my head. So I'll do that. Like yeah. you got to go grind for it and work for it. And that's like the self-discipline and that's the win and like chasing it every single day and, and continuing to see that. And I think once you accomplish something too, you start to see things more vividly, it like becomes brighter. You're like, Oh, I could, I did this. I can see more and more and more. And for me, that's, I've oh, anything I've ever wanted. I always saw it first. And then I was able to do that. And I love that you tied that together. Cause I think that's just so perfect. No, that's the, that's the biggest piece is, is you have to see it. And, and for the people that are listening, they're not even going to see it yeah. until they can get rid of that. Thing. Right. For sure. Once you see once it, you, you can it. believe it. And then whatever the mind can achieve, whatever the mind can see, you can achieve it. Like yeah. whatever you can actually believe it and see yourself. Oh my gosh, I can do this and you can feel it. And that's like, for me, that's part of my morning routine. So I like write down my affirmations, but I don't just write them down. I visually see myself. So like right now I'm training to do an NPC competition. So I write down, I am an NPC competitor. I am a winner. I am an athlete. And I'm, every time I'm writing it down, I'm literally picturing myself in my bikini on the stage winning with a trophy, how I'm posing, how I look, the smile on my face. Like I'm fully embodying it when I'm writing it down because if I don't envision it, it's not going to happen. And it's like, see it, write it down. I believe it. And then I'm like, I am this. And I go and like, and to me, it's like, I've already won. Cause in my head, I've already seen that happen. And I think that's the part of it too, is like creating that and like having intention with your life. And I love the questions you ask yourself every day. And for me, it's like asking like, who's the person I'm going to be today? And how am I going to make the impact on someone else's life? And like showing up for that. And then that's my intention that I set. And I have my girls 50, 50. So when I have my kids, it's like, I'm going to be the most involved patient mother I can today. And that's the intention that I set. And then that's how I show up for that day. That doesn't mean that every day I'm perfect at it, but it's creating that mindset and envisioning yourself as that. I'm like, okay, today I'm seeing myself as this patient, loving mother. And then the kid, the days I don't have my kids, I'm seeing myself as this like, awesome boss who's like creating this amazing magic and I'm like helping impact people's lives and I'm seeing like women rise I'm seeing like people get motivated and then when you see it you like literally just it's like crazy like it just it happens 
you know the thing so like as i want to back up okay. I, like there's a piece to this i think that i can help you understand okay because i didn't understand okay it once. i love it you can only create what you have the control to create okay okay um, a lot of people like to think they have a lot of control. There's not a lot of control and okay. control when other people step into the picture doesn't happen. Yeah. Right. So your steps of what you're doing are good, but to fine tune those steps yeah. is you're not going to have control over how those judges see you and whether you're going to take first place. But for me, I can spill the win for myself. But the win for yourself is that you got your fucking ass on the stage. Yes. That you came in in better shape than you could ever have come into. Yes. That you stepped on stage and did something that you were scared of. Yes. And that you accomplished something so great that a year or two ago, you couldn't even imagine that you were doing it. 1,000. So the, the envisionment needs to be, I'm owning my shit and I'm winning. And I'm doing everything I can. The first place trophy and the other bullshit, like, you don't have any control over that. Like, sure. you don't know who sure. shows up there. You don't know what the judges are going to see. And here's the problem. And this is why I'm saying this to you. Okay. Is you may get there and you may take dead last. Yeah. And you're going to walk away from that and feel so unbelievably disappointed that you may never do it again. But you have to understand, and everybody that's even listening to this has to understand, yeah. when you create something in your mind, you can only create those things that you have control over. Now, yes. I'm not saying that other people can come in and ruin my day. It ain't going to happen. Right. But what I am saying is, is I would love to say that right now I'm going to make a million dollars tonight. But there's so many outside influences and things I don't have control over yeah. that if I don't do it, I have to be able to walk away from that envisionment still enlightened and positive. Mm. So many competitors get to what you're doing and they kill it and they destroy it and they do so many wonderful things. And you know what they do after the stage? They cry they in disappointment. And, and that is so fucking ridiculous. Yeah. They have went, they went from being a sloppy, unhealthy, like didn't look good at all to this amazing specimen on stage that they worked so hard for. They created everything on yeah. that body. And they walk away disappointed because somebody else said, oh, hey, you're, you're seventh place out of nine. So then you're giving your win to someone else. You're exactly. Like, and then, and then what you're powerful. doing, you're yeah. giving back to fear. Yes, yes. And you're so, giving your power back to them. And so you got to you, own your power. You time. have to be able to control what you control. And you have to be able to let go of what you don't control. So true. So when you so wake true. up in the morning, all you have to say in your mind is, I'm going to kill that stage. Yes. I'm going to do everything in my power. I'm going to, I'm going to look like this. I'm going to feel like this. Yes. I'm going to do this. And the rest of it I don't fucking care about. Yeah. Cause it's on me. Right. Exactly. And it's my emotions. I'm in control of my emotions, my state of mind, my, how, my presence, my being, no one else can control that. No one else can have that power over me. And I think that's like, that's the point Lisa, I'm getting from you with that is like, and that's Absolutely. the win too, is like the win is the self-discipline that I've learned throughout this process. The self-discipline of showing up every day and working out three times a day and not eating any, like I'm hardly eating any food right now and I'm tired, but you just like, you push through and you're like, this is the win. Like, this is me saying I'm an athlete. And for me, it's because my whole life people told me I could never be an athlete. And it's me, me taking that belief away from myself is like, no, this is, you are an athlete. And like, sure. just you showing up doing this, that's the win. This is sure. the win for me. And like, and you have to remember good. that though, oh, because yeah. it, you can't build up, you can't build this castle and get stumbled on the fact that somebody was late in helping you do it mm -hmm. or that your neighbor next door thinks that you should do this. Or like, 
you have to make your decisions and you have to build in your mind what is in your control. And then you have to figure out how to get around everybody else, right? Like, like in your mind, you may be saying, I'm going to win. And the truth is you will win. You may not win this first competition. You may not win the second. You may not win the third. But if you keep your shit straight and you keep doing what you're supposed to be doing and you envision that one day I will be a champion, you'll get there, right? But the problem is is that people put this, they, they, they put this whole thing that we're talking about into perspective like, oh, well, if I put it in my mind, it's gonna happen. Yeah. Well, and, and even a part of it may happen, but it didn't happen exactly the way I wanted to. So fuck, I give up. I'm going back to my nine to five. I'm going to go back to the fear. I'm going to go back to what's safe. Mm-hmm. But you have to be able to rejoice in every single win. Yes, that you, the gift in all of it. That you have the control over. Yes. And that's the problem in most of it is that people get to where like they start to do something. Mm-hmm. Someone comes in, crushes their dreams. And it's like, oh, well, I, I was going to, but this and this. And then, of course, there's all the excuses. But if you can accept, like, I have control, complete control over these things, yeah. and I will conquer those things, everything else will come. Yeah. And let go of the things that you don't have control over. I love that. And truly let go of it. Because otherwise, you're staying in fear mode, you're staying in anxiety, and then you're just, and you're focusing on everything that you can't do anyways. And all you have control over is you and your emotions and the work that you're willing to put in for it. And I love that perspective. So thank you for sharing that with me and like helping me see that. And I think that goes into business. It goes in everything that you do is you're, you're, you may fail, you will fail, but it's like, you have to determine what success is for you. Is it just going for it? Is it making happen? Is it showing up every day? Is it teaching one person, one new thing? Is it learning something? And then that becomes your win and then changing that and evolving with it. And like, Sometimes you might have to change the path, but like you can still get there. You just have to keep going for it no matter what. And you can continue after something until you get it, even with outside influence or people making other decisions. But the last thing that I like to see, because I used to train, I used to train 2000 competitors for shows. Like I was huge into that. The worst thing I ever saw was someone come in like bright eyed, blue, like just loving life and then getting third place and walking off and crying. I wanted to take their trophy and throw it in the garbage and say, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. You're not meant for this shit. Yeah. This shit's too hard for you. Yeah. Life is too hard. Go home. Yeah. Go home and sit down and do do whatever it is you were doing because yeah. you busted your ass. You worked hard. You envisioned these things. And here you are crying at the end result of what you accomplished. Yeah. Like that's nuts. Yeah. It's like if I set out a goal and said, I'm going to make $10 million and I make a million and I'm pissed and I start crying about it. Like yeah. that doesn't make any sense. Right. You have to be able to like, Okay, here's a stepping stone. Here's success. I got to stage. Yes. I did do well. I did the best I could possibly physically do. Yes. I may have taken 10th place. doesn't matter. Yeah. Because the next show, I'm going to take fifth. And the next show, yes. I'm going to take second. And then the next. And constant improvements and seeing that that's okay. It's just like when you start working out or you start running and stuff like that. For me, it's like about running is when I first ran my first mile, it was like a 15 minute mile, which basically someone could do in a jazzy. So it wasn't getting very far. And now I can do a six and a half minute mile, but it didn't, I didn't happen overnight. It's like a day in now it's like a three year process. So if you, if you put in your mind that you want to run a seven minute mile, you walk into the gym today and you run a 12 minute mile, yeah. you do what most people do and that's you quit. I, I, it's not going to work. Yeah. And that's where you have to be able to say, listen, Fuck yep. the fear. I'm yep. still going to go to work. Yep. But that doesn't mean like, oh, well, it's just going to happen. Yep. You can't just create things. Right. You got to go for it. And I think also it's like embodying around people who are already doing that. So that way you learn from them. So like I put myself around people who could run fast, who could do it like athletes. I wanted to be around them so I could train with them. I wanted to think like them. Like 
you embody that lifestyle so you can become part of that lifestyle and then you see it you're around it you learn from it you grow from it and like I ask everybody anything I'm trying to learn I'm like hey you're really good at that teach me that what did you do how'd you get your mind there just like I'm asking you like you're super successful how did you get your mind there how'd you do that how'd you let go of fear because like I really look up to you and I love the impact that you make in the world and your life and as you are as a father and everything else and like that's why having you on here like I'm learning so much right and it's just that it's like learn and grow and don't be too much in your head or too much in your ego state where you aren't willing to learn from everybody all the time because there's so much to learn and grow from constantly, you know, and then that helps you on every path to go from a 12 minute mile to a seven minute mile to go from making $50,000 to a hundred thousand dollars to go from whatever it is and all that stuff. It's amazing. I love it. I want to transition a little bit into kind of dating. So I talked to you guys about this podcast. Part of it was going to be about dating and um, so Keaton is awesome. And we're going to talk a little bit about dating with that too, as far as you're um, willing to share. <laughs> Um, so, okay, dating, right? Like everybody in Utah or anybody anywhere dating, like dating can be hard for people if you choose to do that. I think this goes back to fear too, is like, what's your mindset behind dating and like how you show up in dating. And for me, I want to make an impact and change kind of how women show up in dating because I have two little girls, you have two little girls. And I really want, I want women to realize that A, they're enough and you don't have to just like give yourself to men like on the first date. And I, sister I've been there I've done that like I get it and I think that's like a pill your own healing process you have to go through but people get so pissed off and they get so mad about like how dating is or how people treat each other and everybody's just like just talking and that's kind of how this whole like podcast started was like people are just talking versus like actually like getting to know people and like dating and actually just all this stuff right and I want dating to change for my girls but what would you be your advice for women to show up so they can have more respect? And like, how do you respect women and like your dating advice, I guess? So I, I would say that everything that I do that makes me successful, I integrate into everything I do. Yeah. Right. Like, like all over. Yeah. So like, this is something that I see and this is specifically for women. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, most women and most men are in a spot when they're single mm -hmm. of being filled with insecurities. Yes. Right. Um, and, and another word for insecurities is fear. Yep. Right. Like yep. I'm not enough. I'm not good looking enough. I'm yep. not cool enough. I'm not smart enough. I don't make enough money. Um, if you can transition yourself out of that, uh, you can have unreal relationships. Yeah. But the problem like is real vulnerable relationships. Yeah. But the problem is, is that there's two parts to it, right? Like yeah. you got to make your decisions and then obviously they got to make theirs. Yeah. Um, when it comes to dating, especially women, because I see more insecurities in women than I do in men. Yeah. Um, it's, it gets like crazy what women will do for the wrong guy. And I'm not saying just like, Hey, I'm sending nudes or Hey, I'm all have sex with you. I'm not saying that I'm saying anything like I'm seeing beautiful women do crazy shit for guys. And I'm like, why are you doing that? Yeah. And it's because they're afraid they're going to get rejected. Them. They're not going to be they're gonna, Yeah. They're not going to be enough. They're not going to be, you know, like here's the till. No one needs to be with anyone. Right. You should be happy. If you're not happy, you shouldn't be dating. That's what's up. If you're not happy with yourself within, you're not going to be yeah, happy. Yeah, you should. Nobody else can form you your happiness. And, and, and listen, I'll even be as real as possible. You want to like go out and have a good time and, and, and have sex with people? Great. Yeah. Don't go out and date yes. until you are happy as a person. Yep. You will never, 
ever find happiness in someone if you are not happy yourself. It's yeah, not happy. and then you end up bleeding on other people. You end up hurting other people through that because you're yeah, because so some people are healthy, yeah. right? Like yeah. some people are actually in the in the game, like being healthy. And in my experience, I think more women are healthy than men. Listen, like I don't know how many of your listeners are probably Utah based. Um, Utah is like unreal. The the amount of wonderful, amazing women yeah. to pieces of shit men. Like I knew when I stepped into the dating game, I was going to kill it. Not because I'm good looking or because I'm smart. Like none of those things You're like, came to mind. It's just that there's a bunch of dumbass guys yeah. that are stupid. Yeah. And like, and, and the scale is like, okay, he's, I was just talking about this with my ex-wife the other day. Like, you know, like, like well, he her, has a job. yeah, like, oh, okay. yeah. Okay. So he's really good looking, but he's a douche. Yeah. And he doesn't make any money yeah. and he doesn't understand that I have kids or he's a great guy that is fat and that doesn't make a lot. You like, there's yeah. always some kind of stipulation right. here. Right? right. And then all of a sudden, like for me, I've dated great women and yeah. they're, they're like wonderful girls yeah. and women that have just some insecurities, but they're great, great moms, yeah. great friends. The reality is <laughs> Women are like afraid that they're going to like spend this life alone. Well, fuck, that's okay. Yeah. Like if you're happy, it doesn't matter, right? Yes. And if you step yes. into any transaction and you want something from someone rather than you're willing to give something to someone, yep. you're already in the wrong. And then that's how you get caught up in these relationships where you get, you go on five dates, you meet someone who's genuinely nice, genuinely yep. attractive, and then they turn into being a big piece of shit and you're stepping over your head over heels to like try to please them. It's like, yeah. no, 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 This is stupid. Yeah. Like if this shit don't work, like get out. Yep. And I'm, I'm the extreme yep. on one end. Like if one thing doesn't work out, then I'm just like, oh, I'm out. Like, because I cut, I cut shit out. Yeah. I don't care if it's my mom. I don't care if it's my brother. I don't care if it's the girl I've been dating forever. Yeah. Like if shit stops working and there is no more happiness to yeah. be had or it's more misery than it is happiness, like I'll cut shit out. I treat yes. everything in my life like cancer. And if people looked at things like they had cancer, they would do it too. Well, yeah, because how else would you show up? If you're like, I can only live for six more months, would you really put up with that? No. No, you wouldn't. No And way. like, I think that's a perfect question to ask yourself. Would you put up with that? And especially for so many women who are stuck in relationships where they're not happy and they're afraid or like, especially Utah, like where a lot of women are maybe in a bad relationship, but they're afraid they can't go get a job or they can't provide for their families or whatever. Maybe it's they're like afraid. afraid, fear, right? It's like, just go for it. Because what's the cost of you living that way? If you were going to die tomorrow, is that the kind of life that you want? And also like have enough for me, the question I ask myself is like, how do, what's the example I'm teaching my kids? Because the way that I'm allowing someone else to treat me or how I'm going to date is I'm teaching them that. And that was part of being able to be okay to get divorced too. Cause a lot of people have the shame of divorce. I'm like, Oh, your kids are going to be all jacked up and messed up. It's like, no, I'm going to teach my kids how to be happy with themselves yeah. and how to be happy apart and how to be happy single and how to be your best self, no matter what. And like live your best life because at the end of the day, that's what, that's what I'm supposed to teach my kids is happiness and love and how to be a light and how to share and like connect. And that's what's important. And then showing up as that person and setting that example for my daughters is like, this is how you treat a man and this is how a man should treat you. But you got to be in a spot where you love yourself enough to go and do that. And like you have your own happiness because no one else is going to put that happiness in for you. Like you guys can help each other be happy and you can share the light with someone, but it's like, you got to be really happy and good with you. Otherwise you truly end up hurting someone else, but then they're not even trying to hurt you. I feel like, sure. you know, and like, listen, the, there's like simple keys yeah. like to success, especially for women. If you want to stand out to somebody, be happy yeah. by yourself yeah. and be secure in who you are. Yeah. 
and throw it out there. And if it's not received the way you want, get the fuck on. Yeah. Like go. There's no reason because to keep doing Because then they start trying, it. like, well, what's wrong with me? So they want yeah. this, like, so then it becomes, like, this game. No, and like, oh, yes, I want And the thing, on. and here's the thing, like, you even say game. Like, dating is a game. Yeah. Dating is a game of I want them to see my best self and not to, and to see the least amount of me that's bad. Yeah. Until they're, like, head over heels and then we'll, like, deal with the bullshit, right? Yeah. But, like, if you treat every relationship like cancer, I love that. I love that you song. will get rid of shit fast. Yeah. Like, you will roll through shit fast. Yes. Like, hey, this is a great guy, but he's cancerous to my children. Yep. Gotta go. Yep. Like, this is a great guy, but he's cancerous to my self-esteem. Yep. He's gotta go. Yep. And... If, if you, if you can convince people to treat relationships in any aspect, Dude, I love that parents, concept. friends, dating, you know, like there really isn't anything except for children that you can't get rid of. Right. Like there was, kids get rid of your children. It's just really frowned upon. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, but like, just you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, no, like I if know. my mom is cancerous to me, I, she's got to go. Oh, totally. I've got people in my life that and have been tons of family where it might've just been months at a time, but I'm like, right now, like you are just a cancer for me and you are making me feel judging and like insecure about myself. So I can't be around you. And it is so okay to do that. And like, let go of that because you got to protect you. you. It's your life and you have to show up as your best self. And like asking yourself that question is 1000% Absolutely. And the thing is, is like, if, if you start treating things like cancer, you'll be so surprised how much more happiness you'll retain wow. and how much more positive energy you'll yes, retain, right? Yes. Because so many people, be so much more present. they waste energy on just black holes yes, of energy. Yes, yes. And if it's a black hole, that's fine. Just move on. Yes. Like, why are you, what, why are you still here? What are right, you doing? Right. Like how many, I, I see so many times women putting up with shit that they shouldn't be putting up yep. with and it's because they're afraid, afraid and they don't want, but like that's cancerous, walk on. Yes. And I get that it hurts, yeah. but that's why it's called fuck fear and go to work. Yes. You got to go to work by working through the shit that you have for that person. Yep. Like it's a process. Yeah. If you're in love with someone and they're a piece of shit, like you got to say I'm done with it and then you got to work through it. And you got to heal yourself for it. And, and that's then, work. Yeah, exactly. That's work. The inner work. Ask yourself the really hard questions. Absolutely. What is it that you were trying to receive out of that relationship? What were you trying to, that you felt like that's all you were worth? Why is that? And then heal from that, grow from that, and become your best self from that. And then see that as a gift. Instead of being like pissed, like, oh, I wasted all this time. It's never a waste. It's all a lesson. I mean, like, thank you for sharing that, this lesson with me. And here's how I can be my best self. And here's how I now see life. And like, I think that's what's the beauty of it too. Well, the thing too, I think is, if if you can teach someone their own worth, yes, everything in their life gets better. Every oh, relationship because sure. they level better. up what they think they're capable yeah, of. Yeah, for in, sure. In every area, every area. And I think there's not a lot of women that do that. Mm. I think there's a lot of men that put themselves there falsely, um, like like that pretend. Yeah. And even if they're pretending, they still do a better job than most women because yeah. most women have insecurities and are worried about all these things. Like, yeah. like listen. You have to get to a place in your life where you genuinely are happy. Yes. You're happy by yourself. You're happy well, you with someone. you attract happy people when you're happy. It's exactly. like the energy flow. People are like, oh, like people don't want to be around people who are all negative and ugly all the time. And like, I don't want to be around that cancerous. But if yeah. you're like super pumped up and you're happy and you're like living life to the fullest, like, dude, like I want to be around you, like whoever it is. And like, it could be someone, it could be the janitor. But if he like loves what he's doing and he's doing it with the heart of gold, like I want to be around you because your energy is inviting and happy. And like, Five minutes of one negative thought turns into five hours of negative thoughts. So Absolutely. like, and that affects your whole mood. So you want to have five hours of your day feeling like shit and being in this shitty mindset when you can just quickly change that and be like, okay, 
what's the gift today? What am I want to be happy for? What do I get to be happy for? How can I see this as happiness? And like, that's a choice. It's just choosing to like, just like you choose to jump over fear, choose to be happy and choose to be that person because that's all that it is. Money isn't going to make you happy. If you're not happy right now, nothing else is going to make you happy no matter what. It'll just heighten your problems in fact. But if you're happy now, when you are poor, you'll be happy. When you're rich, you'll be happy. And it's in everything, you'll just embody that. And you'll attract more of those people around you anyways. Because I really, truly believe in the connection of energy and that frequency. Well, the thing is, like, I, I'll even go a step farther. I won't even say you attract those people. You just allow those people in your life by getting rid of bad energy. Okay, yeah. So, like, let's say there's 100 people and 20 of them are great energy and 80% are, are not, yeah. right? Yeah. If you walk through that 80%, like they're cancer, yeah. you're going to find that 20, yeah. right? Yeah. Most people aren't doing that. They're surrounded by negativity and they aren't, they aren't cutting that shit out to even give room yeah. for that 20%. Like, listen, Cut the fat. I don't spend time with a lot of people. I don't yeah. because I don't put up with like drama. I don't put up with negative energy. I don't put up with any of that shit. I treat all of that like it's cancer. Yeah. When I spend time with people, I love this cancer concept. We have a, a real understanding that we only bring positivity to the relationship, right? Like, and it doesn't mean there's not arguments, doesn't mean there's not issues, yeah. but it's like, let's work through this shit. And if we can't work through this shit, it's going to turn cancerous and we got to cut it out. And that's better for both of you, anyways. Absolutely. But it's hard. And so, what do people do? They fear from it and then they stay in a horrible relationship. And that's the problem with dating in and of itself yep. is people get so wrapped up in this idea that when I pick something, I have to stick with it. You don't. Nope. You can pick a hundred of them and right. roll through a hundred. Now, I'm not saying go have sex with a hundred people. That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> but what I am saying is yeah. to spend quality time with a hundred people yep. and figure out which one of those 20 that are actually a, 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 a hook for you because yeah. you're going to hit 80% bullshit. Yep. Find the 20 and you can't even find the 20 if you're stuck on number one, still giving you the bad energy and the bullshit. Yeah. Listen, I know those things because I was those things. That's like when I, when I had my affair in my marriage, I had it with someone that was a negative energy. Like we did those things together. Yep. We were negative for each other. Not even that we were negative people, yep. which is negative for each other. Yep. And we spent so much time and energy in that negativity. Yep. I never allowed myself to get out of it and see what was greater, which is now where I'm living. Yep. And that's that there's tons of positive, great people. So many. I don't necessarily know. And, and this is hard to even like fathom. I don't necessarily know if I'm ever going to be in a place where I want to be with someone again, because yeah. I don't know if someone can bring into my life the happiness that's greater than what I have now. And that's a hard thing to kind of fathom. Like I'm happy. I love my life. I love every minute of it. If I died tomorrow, I would die with a smile because that. everything I do, I do it according to what I want to do. I love that. So if someone's going to come into my life, they have to make what I have now better. And that's going to be really hard. It's yeah. just plain simple. So I don't like, I, I'm not really in the dating thing. Yeah. Like, I spend time with a lot of people. I'm yeah. not really into like the whole, like <laughs> you roll through a hundred, whatever, you know, yeah. like I did all of that yeah. stuff. So if I spend time with someone now, it's because you probably, want to. And you're exactly. actually, and you're spending real quality time. You're not just like sitting on your phone. You're actually being present with them. You're getting to know them. You're experiencing life with them. I 100%. think that's what it's about. It's just like hundred percent be present and experience life and be like, let's have a rad adventure. Let's have this. And like, and then you truly get to find like what it is you even like doing or what you don't like doing and going on new adventures. But you can't even stuff. do that if you weren't happy in and true, of yourself. True, true, true. You know, like, you, 
You can have the best person in the whole world and they don't make you happy because you're a fucking unhappy person. Yeah, for real. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yes. Like, oh shit, you just passed up the best thing that ever happened to you because you're unhappy. And you know what the worst part is? You are their bad energy, so they had to cut your ass out. Yep. So when you date, you really have two choices. I'm not healthy, yep. so I'm just going to go out and have fun. I'm not dating with a purpose. Yep. And that's okay yeah, because totally. every process is cycle. okay. Yeah, for sure. But when you get to the place where you're happy and you're like, you know what? I would like to have somebody. Yeah. You need to do it very precisely. And with that intention. And cut that shit out quick. Yep. Like if you meet someone that's wonderful and day four, you're in love and day 10, they're cancerous. Day 11, you're back on the, you're back on the hunt Yeah. Like because that. you're done with that. Because if you had cancer, we're going to die tomorrow. Would you put up with that? No. Shit? No, you wouldn't. Like think about, I mean, there's going to be people listening right now that are like, I've been in a shitty relationship for a year. We've been on and off. Yeah. What if you no, die stop. tomorrow? What if you're dying tomorrow? Go. Yeah, what if you die tomorrow? Yes. You spent the last year of your life in a shitty relationship. You're going to waste that? You're going to waste that precious That's the worst. time? No. That's like my nightmare is to right? like die tomorrow and be like, oh shit, I regret the person that I spent time with. Yes. I don't do that anymore. No. I haven't done that for probably two years. So you see me with someone, that person that I'm with is making my life better. And if they that. aren't, no matter how good it was at one point, yep. it's not good right now. Yep. And that also has, that's a, that's a catch 22 too. That means I have to learn that when things get hard, I can't just cut them out real quick. Mm -hmm. Because that's usually what I want to do. Like, oh, shit, today was shitty. This was bad energy. I'm done. Get out of here. Yeah. I have to be able to kind of like walk through Navigate and be like, it. all right, is this a fight and we're going to fix it? Or is this like, okay, we're week two, three, four. We're yeah. still fighting. There's still bullshit. Yeah. There's still drama. All right, I'm done. I don't want to do this shit totally. no more. Well, that becomes a test of how well can you communicate too. And like, are you willing to be vulnerable and open up? And like, let's actually talk this out and work it out. Because most people are too afraid to even have that discussion or speak. And you know what's so funny about that? There's no reason to be afraid. No, just talk. Talk it out. And, and if they're not willing to listen, you don't want that person in your life anyway. And be honest. Yes, You honesty. know what? Like, like, I think so many people yes. are worried that if they tell the person that they're with something honest, that that person's going to leave, but they're not. Mm -hmm. Like, do you know how many people actually walk away from a relationship because the other person had an affair or the other person cheated or the other person was crazy? Like, you don't walk away from shit. Right. So if you're upfront and honest, you can work through shit. Totally. And if you can work through shit, then you should. Yeah. Right? But they're so worried about like, I, I, I don't know, I don't want to tell them. And I'm not saying, listen, on first on day one, you're like, all right, here I am. Yeah, That's what I do. Anyway. That's what I do. Like I go yeah, out and yeah, I'm yeah. just like, hey, like this is who I am. You're not hearing like from me, like what I could be or my, but like this is who I am. Yeah. You don't like guys say the F word, you're not going to like dating me. So yeah. you got to go. Yeah. Like you don't like that I spend but time with my daughters. With you got to go. And so you're okay showing up with me. For sure. A lot of people aren't happy with themselves. They don't, they can't even be themselves. And so they're, they're trying on all these different outfits every day. I'm like, who should I be today? Who, who's going to like me today? It's like, whatever you want to wear, be that, show up as that, be you, be genuinely you because you'll attract the right people to you anyways. But if you don't even know who you are, what you're about, then you're constantly going to be seeking that out. Anyway, but that too. takes time. Too. It does. It's a healing process. And that's and it's okay. A, it's a working on yourself process. It's okay to find out who you are and still date people totally. for fun. But let them know that. But let them know that. Yeah. Like tell people, I did that for two years after my marriage. Yeah. Like, I told a lot of wonderful women. Yeah. I hope none of them listen to this. <laughs> um, I told a lot of wonderful women, like, I'm not ready for a relationship. Yeah. And it, I don't know if it made them more attracted to me because then it got harder. Because well, then it kind of, in their head, it becomes a chase. They're like, well, for I'll sure. make you ready well, for it. I'll, I'll be well, that yeah, person. Yeah, he's the, you know. 
But like now, because I'm in a different place, I can look back at that and say, I wasn't ready. I was just well, out just having fun. Well, you just want to hurt them anyways. Because like, no. they're not, they're not, they're, they becomes a chase for them rather than being like, oh, I really want to get to know this person. To them, it's just for a sure. game. And that's on both people. Like, I'm, I've been that person. I've been the other person. But it's like, just know, I think if you want to have fun, know that and talk about that. If you're trying to actually look for a relationship, then know that too and get to know people. For but sure. like, know what you're about to. But you can't do that until you figure out yourself. Right. And like, heal you yourself know? too, for sure. So like, my advice for most women is figure out what makes you happy. And if that's you're not happy, then figure it out. Yeah, try it. Stop figure bleeding out what will make people. you happy. Yeah. Stop being a bitch. Yeah, like stop being a bad person. Stop being mean to people. Like you're not happy. You're doing so much damage to everything around you. Yep. Like your children, your friends, your family, the people you're dating. Yeah, you self-sabotage on everybody else like because you you're should, hurting yourself. You should treat yourself the same way. Yep. Like I'm not happy right now. Won't give a shit if you're not happy. Like you got to cut this shit out. Yeah. You don't have any, any kind of expectation for other people that you can't have for yourself. Yes, like hold yourself to the same standard exactly. and raise your standards of life. And that's what self-love is about, is self-discipline, knowing who you are, knowing what you're about, like raising your standard of life and truly finding your own inner power, your own happiness, where someone else can't take your power, where if you lose or you you, you know you don't win this competition, you don't make a million dollars, that, that's not where your power or your happiness is lying in. It's that you already are who you are today. You showed up and you gave it 100% and you were your best self. And like, you're happy with who you are every single day because you're growing and you're learning and you're loving and you're being your best self. And like, that's, and it takes time to get to that way. And every day it's still new. Like, I'm like, Oh my God, I think like I'm at happy level 100. And then I'm like, Oh my God, there's more happy to be found yeah. or like more self love or more under growth. And it's like, just stay on the journey, keep up on the For journey sure. and just keep constantly and keep going. progressing. And keep keep always. Yeah. If you're not growing, you're dying. Like 1000. Sure. There's no buoyancy in life. No. Yeah. I used to tell people that all the time. There's no buoyancy in anything, actually. Yeah. Like, in your fitness, you don't just stay. Like, no. I'm just maintaining. No, you're not. No. You're getting fatter. You're you just don't want to say it. Yeah, but like, you're not cute. maintaining yeah. anything. There's no buoyancy in anything. But Don't we lie to ourselves so much about you? Oh, that? yeah. Oh, like, just I mean, to make just, ourselves Well, you, you lie to yourself about everything to make yourself better, right? Totally. Like, when you get in an argument with someone, it's their fault. When in reality, you know that it's some of your fault. Yeah. It just is. Well, sure. Like, you want to have a good divorce? Like, take to own your own shit. Yep. You want to have a good relationship? Own your own shit. Yep. Stop pretending like everything that's wrong in your life is somebody else's fault. Yep. In fact, in, own your life. In my, uh, I don't know if this is my first podcast. I only did two. In one of them, <laughs> one of them, that's the biggest piece that I talked I about it. was you have to be able to own your own shit. Yep. And if you can't, you're yep. never going to get to where you want. And the reality is, is everything in your life is your fault. Yep. Everything. Yeah. Everything in your bad relationship. What you're willing to put up with, what you're not willing to put exactly. up with, what you're willing to do. Like, that, like that's, to that's do. one of the things I talked about was I was like, listen, a lot of you are listening to me being like, my divorce was not my fault. My husband beat me. No, it fucking was. You, you stayed. Were, I kept staying with it. You, you stayed. That. You, were you could have left belief. day one. You didn't. Yep. You know, oh, it's not my fault. My spouse cheated on me. It is your fault. You allowed it. You're still with them. You're still working things out. Did you allow them to go out and do those things? Yes, it's your fault. Listen, you, it doesn't even matter if anybody else's fault because that doesn't do anything for you. Yep. If you want to own your own shit and you want to change, take, take everything in and take responsibility for everything, whether it's your fault or not, yep. and then change it. If you want to have be a good, the victor, not the villain. The villain's yes. like, oh, what was me? Blah, 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 blah. The, victim. the victor's like, no, I'm gonna go for it. Like, yeah, I'll own it. It's my fault. I did it. I didn't do it. Like, 
whatever it is, but you own up to everything that you do because you're in control of your life and you're in control of your emotions, your mindset. That's what you have control over. And then that becomes that. And like, that's you taking your power and like stepping into you is like, well, I'm in control of it and I'll own it. And like, you make a mistake, own up to it. And people love that. Like people want to see you be humble and be like, oh shit, you made a mistake, but you will own up to it. Like most people won't do that anymore. No, and, no one does. Yeah. No one, no one owns up to their yeah. own shit. But that's also why there's not a lot of successful people. True. And there isn't. And I'll be True. the first one to tell you, True. I spend time with a lot of successful people and there's not a lot of successful people. There just isn't. There's They'll tell you they are. Successful people no. Either. And I don't think anybody who isn't happy is successful. True. I'm not even talking about financially successful. Yeah. Like you have to have three things to be successful. Time, mm -hmm. money, mm -hmm. and happiness. Yes. Those things are what, in my book, make you successful. I've seen a lot of people with no time and money. Yeah. They're not successful. Yeah. I've seen a lot of people with a lot of time. They're definitely not successful. Yeah. I've seen a lot of people with both of those that weren't happy. Yeah. They're not successful. Yeah. So in my life, it leads with happiness, then with finances, then with time. If I have those three things, I consider myself successful. That. Like, that's just what it is. So and I see everybody teaching and doing these podcasts and doing the guru thing. Yeah. And they're so full of shit because all they're doing is making money. Yeah. They're not making time. Yeah. They're not happy. Yeah. They got one part. And if all you want to do in life is make money, go make money. You're going to find out real quickly that money doesn't mean shit. Yep. I have a lot of money and I've been very unhappy with a lot of money. Yep. I have a lot of money and I didn't have a lot of time. Yep. Like, it, that's not successful. So finding like the balance in life and finding out what your balance is and like I think what are your top three things that you want out of life or two top things and like and that's how you make your life and like and then you envision it, you create it, you work for it, you make it happen, you own your shit and boom, for best sure. life possible. And the thing is, like, I mean, I would even say the last piece that I would give advice to women yeah, specifically, perta like pertaining to dating, is you. If you can get to a place like in your mind where you are the shit, you will have the, uh, the most amazing interactions, yep. dating and relationships. Yep. And I'm not saying you are prideful. No. I'm saying you that you are the shit. Yes. Right. And the best thing I heard was from Tony Robbins about if you want to change your mind, you got to change your physiology. So. Yes, 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 yes. So. What that means, you don't get to be the shit if you're not willing to put in the work. Mm -hmm. If you're not getting your ass up to eat healthy and work out, I promise you, you're not going to be successful in what we're talking about. Well, no, because your standard for life isn't the quality of life that you want. Absolutely. You got to raise your standards. You raise your Like life. I feel sexy. So, or I look sexy. So I feel sexy and I, I act and that sexy. way. Because you think it, you feel it, you become it. Exactly. And that's all that it is. And even Buddha says that you think it, you be, whatever you think about, you become that. And yeah. like, you truly end up believing that and embodying that. And that's why people think like, oh, sexy is only if you weigh a certain amount. But it's like, you could meet the most amazing, like there's some women who are just like, super big or whatever but they're so sexy and they attract you because like they're happy with who they are and they know who they are and they own their shit and they're so beautiful and like that's like love is that is like and it's just like you love who you are and you attract those kind of people i'm like i don't know so i totally get that no i that's be my, the shit you are the shit girl you're the shit and if I'm you the shit, and the if shit. you aren't in your mind then you got to change something well yeah and then you'll allow people to treat you like shit because you don't think you are the shit for sure yeah for sure boom but that's how we end that is like just be the shit be the shit. Be the shit on three. One, two, Fuck, three. Fuck fear and be the shit. One, two, three. Fuck fear, be the shit. Fuck fear, be the shit. I don't Fuck, fear. Oh, no? No.
Okay, so we're done with that. So that's where we draw the line. That's where we draw the line. Okay, well, folks, then that's where we draw the line. That is what was up. Thank you so much for tuning in and just talking with me and Keaton. I hope you guys learned a lot. Um, where can they find you at? Um, like Instagram? On, yeah. Oh, yeah, you muscle. can go to the my Instagram is usually okay. where I do most of my stuff. It's the period muscle. Okay, because you have some muscle. I guess. I don't okay. know. I didn't come up with the name. Just so everybody sure, knows who's listening. Sure. I did not come we up with We just talked about owning your shit. So maybe you. I like, swear oh, to you, okay, I did. Cool. I have a video of me getting my period. Okay. We'll watch that. I um, where else can they see you at? Um, Discovery Channel. Okay. Diesel Brothers. Okay. Boom. Check it out. And that's about it. And what about your podcast that you got two episodes on? Do you want them to tune into that? Oh, yeah. It's, uh, it's called Becoming. And I don't dun, even know dun, how dun. you find it. I he literally know. doesn't know how to find it, but I'll, I'll link it all up in yeah. here for you all. But thank you so much. You've been super awesome. I'm super honored that you're on here. I hope you guys all learned a ton. I know I learned a ton, gained a ton of knowledge. Keen's just freaking around as hell, helps you get over fear, just everything. So thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Boom. Yes. Have a good night. Thanks for tuning in to Just Talking. You guys can find us on iTunes. Please subscribe and add some comments about Keen and his sweet muscles. Boom. <laughs>